Good Friday morning. Today is November the 16th. We made it through another week, and it's so good to be back live with you guys. Christiana did a phenomenal job. She just let me get the rest that I needed, and man, do I feel refreshed, and I just want to publicly thank my wonderful wife for, for filling in for me, and not only filling in, but doing an incredible, incredible job. I know I've, I've gone through and listened to the, the messages and just brought a fresh perspective to me regarding the Godhead and just thank you, honey. Thank you. I love you. So, so if you, you haven't listened to that series, go and listen to it on YouTube or the podcast channel. It is on there. It will bless you. And it's going to give you a deeper understanding and a fresh perspective of the things of the Godhead. But before we hop in, I need to do a public disclaimer. This is NSFW. Did I do that right? Yes. And if you don't know what that means, it means not safe for work, not safe around children. Not that it's bad in any sense, but we just have to let you know that we will be talking about intimacy. Intimacy. So it could go, <laughs> it could get, it could get a little out there. No, it's not going to, no, it's, it's going to be. All of our conversation is going to revolve around the Lord, so it's going to be good. But we're just saying, you, you, if you happen to listen around your children, they might ask a question yes. that you may not feel like answering at the moment. So we're just letting you know. So yes, and and just so you know as well, before you before you're like, well, I'm single and I don't need to hear about sex, then. <laughs> We have, we've broken it down. So for like the first 10, 12 minutes, we are going to talk about how it can relate to the single or, or the about to be married season. So we're going to give you tangible, ultimately at the end of the day, intimacy boils down to intimacy with our creator and our father. Right. That is, that's the heart. That's the passion. That is the, the only desire for this message. But we are going to bring intimacy into marriage because that our marriage is under not our marriage but marriage a christian marriage is under attack mm -hmm. and and so this is one of those areas why do marriages fail is because of sex and money so we're talking about sex and i spell that out i'm just going to say it later i just want to <laughs> just making sure that there are no kids in here but even if there are they need to know about this sex is not taboo right and and the issue is is that the society and the culture, they, they've tried to, I, I, I want to say they want to make it taboo, but they're, but they're actually doing the flip side because, I mean, think about what's on TV. Mm -hmm. It's it's sex. Mm -hmm. but, but Christian marital sex is taboo because it, we're, we're under attack. Now, you can go and, and you can watch Fifty Shades of Grey or you can watch Games of Thrones or you can watch, you know, all of these different situations, all these different uh, TV shows and they're, they're glorifying something. They're glorifying sex outside of the marriage bed. Right. A amen. Right. And, and, and go ahead. Sorry. And it, this needs to be talked about it. Sex and marriage 
is something to be celebrated. It's something, to, it is something to be glorified because it is a holy act. It is something that God created. He created this and he created it from the very beginning, which we'll talk about in just a moment. But sex in marriage and something that God has ordained is something that's not talked about a lot. And that type of intimacy and the struggles that we have as Christian marrieds it's not talked about. And so we keep our mouths shut and, you know, women, I know we don't like to talk about it. And then things start to boil up in, in the marriage and in the, in the marriage bed and they don't get talked about. And then it just leads to festering. And then it leads to separation, you know, intimate intimacy, separation and intimacy. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to be bold. Yep. And, but we're going to be we're, we're going to we're going to glorify God at the end of the day that's what that's what our hearts are. So we're going to start out with the definition of intimacy. The definition according to Webster and Miriam is it's a close familiarity or friendship. It, it just means a closeness. Mm-hmm. And and there are different types of of intimacy. But it's it's the closest that you can have for intimacy in regards to uh, for for a husband and wife would be that that sexual intimacy, but but for the intimacy with God, we're talking about the the, the just the, the spiritual intimacy where we're mm-hmm. we're we're seeking His face and we're we're being intimate with Him. We are we are have a close familiarity with God. We have a friendship with God. We're in close proximity with God. Mm-hmm. That's what intimacy is and that's why we were created that's how we were created right tell them about adam and eve this is oh, going to blow your mind man this is so awesome when i found this out i was like yes lord so in genesis when it says that god created the garden and he created adam and eve he walked in the garden with them genesis says that he walked with them and he knew them. God knew Adam and Eve. And that same word for know is yada, Y-A-D-A, yada. They knew God and God knew them. And that word, that word for know is the same word that's used in sexual relationship to know somebody because Cody and I know each other sexually in a way that nobody else does. God knew Adam and Eve in a way that was so close that only he knew them that way. And that type of intimacy is what God created in the beginning when he created the garden. That's how he originally created the world and humankind to be in that type of closeness. And that's also what was broken through the fall. So it's what he's been trying to restore. That type of closeness and knowing is what he's been trying to restore since then and what he's done through Jesus Christ, why he sent Jesus, why all of this has happened, and why he's given us the Holy Spirit inside of us so we can know him intimately again. Man, that I love it. I yeah. love it. Yeah, and one thing that I was you – know, intimacy when it comes to men and women, intimacy is – is different. I I would think like my version of intimacy prior to, you know, marriage was different. It, it may be more difficult for a man to to think about being intimate with with God because it's like, well, God is a man, but but that's not what we're talking about. We are talking about if if we can if we can picture God as as our father, like. I would crawl up in my dad's lap when I was young. I would I would be close to my dad. My kids 
are close to me. They're, 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 they're intimate with me, meaning they're, they can hear my heartbeat. Mm-hmm. They can hear my mm. breath. Mm. All I have to do is whisper. I don't have to shout. I can whisper and they can hear me yeah. because they're close to my heart. They're close to me. Right. I mean, they did it yesterday. I, I literally do a countdown. I'll go <laughs> sit down on the couch or I'll sit on the chair yeah. and I'll literally start counting out loud. And with typically within 15 <laughs> seconds, I'll have at least two kids on me. It's true. It's true. But it's, it's, they are seeking the intimacy yep. with me. And so men, men that are listening, you're like, well, I'm not being intimate with God. That's weird. It's like, <laughs> that's, that's not, you've got to release that. That is the enemy keeping you from your father, yes. keeping you from going deeper with him and drawing out the things that he wants to draw out. Right. So I just wanted to touch on that. I felt, I, I felt that in my spirit. We're going to talk about a scripture here. John 17 verses 22 through 23 says in the glory, which you gave me, I have given them and that they may be just as one as we are one. I in them and you and me that they mean that they may be made perfect in one and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. So do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's talking about the oneness that God, so going back to talking about the Godhead, the three in one, that God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit, they are all different entities, but yet they were all one in the same. Mm -hmm. And he says, this is Jesus, and the glory which he gave me, I've given them, that they may be one. He's talking about his people. He's talking about believers, that they may be one just as we are one. And he's talking about he wants us to be one with him, just like he's one with his father and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And he wants that intimacy. There are a couple really good, if you want to go into the word and study and, and, and look at an intimate relationship and what that looks like. There's a couple examples. Moses was intimate with God. He went up to the mountain for 40 days mm-hmm. and he was, he spent time with the Lord and he came back and his face was shining. David, David, if you look through the Psalms, David is called the apple of God's eye. Mm -hmm. David is called the man after God's own heart. I want to be known as the one that was after God's heart because of my intimacy with him. All the prophets had intimacy with God because they were given words. They were giving prophetic words and words of knowledge for the people. So they had to be intimate with God to hear these things. Jesus, obviously, Mm -hmm. the most intimate person in the entire Bible is Jesus Christ. And of course, Adam and Eve, they got to experience something that nobody aside from Jesus has experienced. They walked with God and talked with him in the garden and experienced knowing God intimately. Right. And, and, and that, that's, that's the picture that that's, if we could leave you with anything today, if you, if that's the only thing that you get is that intimacy, that's what it looks like. So if you go and study those people, Moses, Mm -hmm. if you Mm -hmm. study David, and and when you were saying David, I was thinking, you know, he was out in the fields. He was a shepherd boy. He was a young shepherd. So what did the shepherd do? What is he going to do out in the fields? He's going to to focus. He's going to have that intimacy. Yes, he's going to watch over his flock, but there's only so much you can do as they're grazing. Mm-hmm. So, so he had intimacy. He saw it. there was nothing else he could distract himself with. He had right. he had his 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 instrument, and and I, I would assume he had something to scribe with because obviously he wrote most of the Psalms. But that that's that's the intimacy that we're referring to. And now, if you go back to the intimacy, just to touch on it real quick. 
look at the list of those names minus Adam and Eve. They got, you know, they, they got a little funky. A little squirrely. They got a little funky in the garden. But what happened? They chose to trade their intimacy with God for something that they thought was, was going better. was better for them, for them than that. Mm-hmm. What did God say? You can have everything else, but do not take from the tree of good and evil, right? You can have everything. 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 You can you can name this you can name this thing a zadonkey. You, you, I mean, I, and I'm, I'm not trying to be funny, but but they could do anything, but they traded the intimacy with God. Yeah. yeah. And, and and what did they get out of it? They got separation. separation. They got death, which is separation from God. So, but if, if you want power, if you want to impact the kingdom, if you want to walk in the glory of God and in the fullness of God, you have to have intimacy yes. with him. And we're going to talk about why? Because we're going to bring it into the natural marriage bed. Mm-hmm. So when when we seek out intimacy with God, we we go into a, a secret place. Yes. Right. So it's not like when 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 we have sex, we're not we're not having sex in public. Right. Okay. One, that's illegal. So uh, you could get a, a ticket for. I don't know that for. Don't say that. You, how do you know that? I'm just. My goodness, you're going to make me blush. <laughs> we don't do it in public, okay? We do it in a, in a place that's just for us. A quiet a place, place. A secret place. Yes. Yes. So what happens in the secret place? We're going to talk about 14 things of what happens. And then we're going to, we're going to transition out of, because we're at 13 minutes, we're going to transition out of the individual, like, single, spiritual, singleness, spiritual. Yeah. And then we're moving into the good stuff. So uh, one of the first things that happens when you have that intimacy and you go to that secret place is you receive wisdom Mm -hmm. and it's that heavenly wisdom. It's the things that you know that you have no other way of knowing unless God told you revelation revelation. And and again, if you go back and look at Jesus, what did he do? He went and prayed after he prayed, he came down off the mountain and miracles happened or miracles happened. And then he went and prayed Right. And, and, and look at the prophets. They prophesied, all of these different prophecies that came to pass in every single one. How did they know that? Unless they had intimacy right. with God, they received that wisdom. Moses, how did he get the Ten Commandments? He was he was intimate mm-hmm. with God. David, why did he why did he write the Psalms? Why did he write Psalm twenty three? Why did he write the different Psalms? Because he had intimacy in the secret place. Right. Another thing that happens in the secret place is supernatural deliverance. God delivers us from things that we would never be able to rid ourselves of in that secret place. Right. And and then we have a plan for our life is revealed because when once we get in there and we say, "All right, now we're now we're here we're at the heartbeat of God. We're laying on her chest, or his chest." If you think about intimacy and just picture you have the creator but you're laying on his chest. You could hear his heartbeat. You can hear the whisper. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what intimacy is. He, he will reveal a plan for your life. For I know the plans that I have for you. Mm-hmm. He will reveal the plan. Mm-hmm. Another thing, he answers your questions and your concerns. You, this is where you bring things to him. You, yes, he already knows, but when you're in that place, it's a, also a place where you can listen and you can really hear God answer questions and answer concerns and give you answers that you've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. And of course, peace comes with it. 
and it's it's not just regular peace it's that peace that it talks about in philippians 4 mm-hmm. the peace that surpasses all understanding and and yeah. when we're when we're intimate guess what when my kids are sitting on my lap and they're they're laying against me do you think that they're they're at turmoil do you think that they're stressed about anything or do you think they're just focused on being intimate with their dad right and and then that's what it's about yes um, when you're in that place too, you have no concept of earthly time. I mean, you you could be swept away. I mean, I know a lot of times in the New Testament it says that he was he was uh, swept away in the spirit, and like Paul. I mean, a lot of times, and that's where God gave him the revelation. But you're you have no concept of time. Like I know a lot of times when you know when when I've been in the secret place and in, in the prayer closet I mean an hour will go by and I'm like what mm-hmm. happened because you just go to a different place with him and and time earthly time doesn't matter right and you'll get that strength of the for the inner man you'll 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 walk in the 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 power of the holy spirit which we we learned about yesterday in the godhead mm-hmm. and we're also going to have we're going to receive healing Mm-hmm. And whether it's it's a physical healing or it's it's a, an internal healing, where you know we we are healed from past wounds, from right. past emotional wounds, or past relational wounds, and 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 healing takes place. Right. It's also a place where God impart the Holy Spirit imparts spiritual gifts, where He gives spiritual gifts. Yes, He can give them like in a church service if you're praying and somebody prays over you um, for a, a certain gift. But this is a place where remember yesterday I was talking about how the Holy Spirit is an emotional creature and He is moved to He wills to give gifts. <clears throat> Excuse me. He wills to give gifts to to those who he wants to give gifts to. I, I mean, I firmly believe that when we're in that place, when we're intimate with him, we move that emotional side of who he is and we petition him for the gifts and he imparts them to us, the spiritual gifts of God. Mm-hmm. And then we, we get commissioned for our call. It's kind of what we already talked about where we, we have a plan for life, but we get a commissioning for our call. We also receive purification. It exposes our, our true motives. And, it, yes. and it's, it's like the fire in gold. It rids, it rids the, the, the impurities out of the gold. Right. And touching on that for just a second, um, yesterday when I talked about the your home, your heart being a home, and you invite the Spirit in, and He cleans you out, He purifies you, and moves things, shines a light where you 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 thought you had cleaned well, you thought you had hidden things well, and He shines a light where those are and purifies them. Yeah. Um, protection. You're you're protected when you're in that secret place. God gives you protection and surrounds you with His warring angels in that place. Yeah, you can go ahead and do that. Um, the uh, prophetic word. So God gives you uh, gives prophetic words in those places. It doesn't always has to have to happen in the secret place, but a lot of times when we open the ears of our heart and our spirit, then God drops things into our spirit that could not be um, could not maybe be there. And it's that still small voice mm-hmm. when God, you know, God was not in the wind, He was not in the the hurricanes, but He was in the still small whisper. Mm-hmm. And lastly, um, you change. And you change in the secret place. That that's a place where God really moves you to to change you into and in making Him more like Himself. Right, right. And that's again when when we have the intimacy, even even like sexual intimacy, we we are are going to to change. Where there's going to be, it's it's two becoming one. It's it's the cleaving. It talks about in in Matthew in the Gospels. It's that's the purpose of marriage. You leave right. your mother and father to cleave and become one. So we're transitioning. 
Oh boy. Into the the um the marriage the marital side of the marriage <laughs> marital the marital side of <laughs> the marital side of of intimacy uh, intimacy of sex. I can't even. Talk. I can't even talk about it. <laughs> I'm going to need Joe's belief part to come over here and talk for me. I told you yesterday, he gets so awkward when he talks about this kind of stuff. Uh, it doesn't need to, it, it's not bad. It's it's wonderful, really. So yes. intimacy in marriage is what he's trying to say. Yeah. One of the biggest things, and this is what, I, you know, as we were praying about it yesterday, we were we were like, how, where are we going with this? Because obviously we, we ultimately, again, we, we've said it over and over, we want to glorify God, but how do we bring that and tie it into the marital bed and and relate that with intimacy with God because everything that that is in the spiritual we we can have in the natural right. and vice versa right natural spiritual but one of the things that the Holy Spirit downloaded into me yesterday listen to this this is profound so intimacy in marriage brings conception mm-hmm. okay now obviously we, you know every time we have sex we would have you know like a thousand babies but <laughs> I mean, I'd be all right with it. I'm just saying. I mean, we only have three, so we've only done it three times. <laughs> but, but you, but, but listen, just stay focused with me. Intimacy in marriage brings conception. Intimacy with Christ brings conception, new ideas, new lives, new visions, a new calling. A, a, a revelation for your life. Right. Intimacy <clears throat> brings conception, but intimacy brings conception. Right. We can all conceive inside of us. Mm-hmm. And, and, and again, I know mm-hmm. men, it's a little bit more difficult because women are, are a more intimate creature. They, they, they're more sensual. They, they, they're, they're not built like us. And, yeah. and men, you can, you understand what I'm talking about. Like, all, all we have to do is is see something and, and our motors are revving where women are like, okay, it's just. Yeah, I'm like, okay, all right. Got to get in the whole mindset of all of this. Yeah, right. It's very different. But God does place seeds inside of us whenever we're intimate with him. Seeds of faith, seeds of visions and dreams and seeds of, you know, it pulls back the curtain of what our future is. I mean, he does those things in the intimate places and those things, if we nurture them and if we, we feed those things with the word, if we feed those things with, with worship in our relationship with God, not just in a church setting, but in, in our daily lives, that seed grows and it it matures inside of us until eventually we give birth to it. And I know that's crazy coming from me. I mean, you're you're like, Oh yeah, you've, you've had three babies. No, like, when these ideas come to come to fruition inside of you, man or woman, then God births something that can change the world. Mm-hmm. Our our babies, we believe that our babies are world changers, mm-hmm. and you know we birth, we created and birthed world changers through you know obviously through God's um, creation, but He births things inside of us because of the conception, because of that intimacy. Mm-hmm. And we're and we're going to touch on this, and this is this is really going back to, you know, if you have uh, if you're a single or if you're you know you're in that that stage where maybe you're you're engaged, you're in that season of engagement. What we're going to tell you is crucial, and we're going to elaborate, and we're going to we're going to be raw and vulnerable with you. Yep. 
but sex outside of marriage. This is Chandler, which Matt is Chandler. Matt Chandler. He's a, he's a pastor out of Texas, I think, or somewhere over there. Anyway, we'll get you more information if you want it. Listen to this. So sex outside of marriage is deliberate disobedience of God's command, mm. which mm -hmm. are for your good. And therefore, it is a deliberate forfeiture of your own spiritual yes. well-being as well as your own sexual well-being. Just like Eve forfeited her intimacy with God for something that was not good for her. Mm -hmm. We forfeit sex outside of marriage. We forfeit we forfeit our spiritual well-being and our sexual well-being. And we, unfortunately, we were some of those people. We forfeited that for moments of pleasure, moments, brief moments. Mm -hmm. We forfeited um, what what could have what we could have had in the beginning of our marriage, what we could have had, you know, because we had sex outside of marriage mm -hmm. before marriage. Right. Well, and 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 then you got to think where it, it, your 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 sexual well being, right? I mean, these days there are people that are literally getting on these. These sites, Bumble, Tinder, I mean, I don't even know. Like, I'm, I could just make something up and it would be one of those <laughs> dating sex sites. But, yeah. and, and I say that, but, you know, it, we're, we're in this, this culture. They, they promote yeah. it like what I started off with. Right. I mean, Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, uh, random, random situations, random encounters. I mean, I, that was, that was me. That was, uh, unfortunately, that was, it was a notch on a belt. How many notches on a belt could you get? And that's, you know, again, I'm being raw and vulnerable. And 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 I thank God that that He saved me, that I had the grace, and He restored my my intimacy and my what am I trying to say? My um, He brought a newness to me. He brought a newness to us, even mm -hmm. even in our marriage. But even though you know we we had both been sexual with other people prior to marriage. We, we, when we came together, we chose, and we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago where we had talked about, you know, the, the fact that we started out a relationship with, with a sexual relationship, but then we fast forward, we, we didn't have any type of sexual yeah. encounters for the last oh 15 months before we got married. Yeah. A long time. And we just committed to each other. We it was it was actually September because she was about to break up with me, and I'm over here holding on in my in my pocket this tanzanite stone that I got from Africa three months ago, and she was going to break up with me. I said, "Honey, you have no idea what I have in my pocket. You have no idea that I go and look at this little stone because I'm so excited to present it to you one day." But she was going to break up because we were we were not we were ha we were not being diligent. We were having intimacy when we weren't called to have intimacy. I was very convicted. I wanted intimacy with the Lord so badly, but I knew every time that I was intimate with Cody, I was forfeiting my intimacy with the Lord and it ate me up. It absolutely ate me up. And the Lord was bringing a conviction about that. And I thought the only way that this is going to happen is if we're not together because we literally cannot keep our hands off each other. Right. Literally. And, and that's why obviously, you need to get married as quick as possible. <laughs> I like, you know, both of my brothers, they waited, I don't even know, what, oh six, seven gosh, years? Long I'm like, time. there ain't no way, no way that I would be able to, <laughs> I would be like, just, I, I would be a ball of rage. I don't know. I I would need a lot of Jesus if if I had to go seven years. Anyway, um, getting off on a tangent, but you understand what I'm saying is that 
it's our own sexual being. And, and, and I, what I didn't finish is, you know, nowadays they're, 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 they're encouraging that. And, and now we're seeing STDs. Now we're seeing pregnancy outside of marriage. And then now we're leading into abortion. And now we're leading into adoption. And, I, and this is no condemnation. There is no condemnation. But what, what I'm elaborating and I'm, ex, I'm, I'm expounding on the fact that we forfeit that when we have sex outside of marriage. It's not designed for that. Think about it. I mean, women, emotional. Uh, they, they, they equate sex with emotional men they they could just get in and get out and go they, they you know they're 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 done right. but women are left wait i, I, I want to cuddle right i want to talk i want you to, to to touch me i want you to play with my hair but mm-hmm. but but men are like in out done go to sleep and 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 and, and so when when we're having the sex outside of marriage all of a sudden we are developing emotions for each other that if we had no intention of getting married, even if we didn't, we are we are getting into a very very dicey area, and it leads to issues. Oh yeah, I mean it's it is spiritual. It's it is spiritual. It's emotional, and and it's God designed it that way. He designed it to not just be two bodies coming together mechanically to create a child to create a life. And thank God He didn't create it mechanically just to do that. He created it with pleasure involved. He created it to feel good for both parties, and. And he, but he also created it in a higher level that our spirit man gets involved in that and we become one spiritually. I mean, scripture does say that when you join with another person sexually, you join with them spiritually. You join that person, you become one. Mm-hmm. And it's not meant to happen with just anybody because it's meant to conceive in that oneness. And so whenever you get involved like spiritually like that, then your your whole person gets involved. Your mm-hmm. whole your mind, your heart, your spirit, your emotion gets involved. And then when there's a separation there, like one night stand or a relationship that you get into that you have no intention of getting married or you're dating and you have sex and then there's a separation involved, then then there's a a breaking, a tearing and then there's there's a there's hurts involved and then you end up bringing those into your marriage bed eventually. Mm-hmm. And then that's a whole nother bag that's open, a whole different bag of worms. that's open about whatever can of worms. Right. Right. So anyways, and one thing, another thing that God gave me just, just for intimacy in regards to our marriage and intimacy to me is it means keeping the fire alive. And, and, and I'm going to elaborate on that, but it, it's, it's seeing your spouse it's looking at Christiana and saying, gosh, I remember walking through that bar being completely inebriated, mm-hmm. but, but she caught my eye. And, and the intimacy is, is, is having, it's looking at your spouse with a freshness mm-hmm. and, 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 and the ability to look at them and say, you know what? I've, I've looked at you for nine years, right? Mm-hmm. Nine years. I've looked at her, but she's, as beautiful to me today as she was when I first saw her in that bar in Delanigo. And, and, and that is what keeps that is that that's going to help keep your intimacy alive. It's some, some of you, you, some of your marriages are struggling right now. You're like, Cody, my husband doesn't love me or my wife is not fulfilling my sexual needs. And you're in this rut and you're like, what do we do? How do we guess what? Go back to stage one, go back to square one, right? I'll reset everything. How about you take her on a date? 
How about you open her door? How about you bring her flowers home or chocolate? Or, or how about you send her to go get a pedicure? Or, or how about you, you give her a Victoria's Secret credit card and tell her to go shopping? <laughs> how about you surprise her when she comes home from a trip with a bag of panties and a, and a Victoria's Secret credit card and said, here, baby, go shopping. Okay. I All have, right. I have not released her to go shopping yet. Just, <laughs> not yet. Just for clarification. Christmas is coming. But Christmas is coming. But but you you understand what I'm saying is get back to the basics. We have been dating more than we dated yes. in, in, in the very first years of our marriage mm -hmm. when we had no kids. Mm -hmm. Does it cost us something? Yes. We have to pay our babysitter. Our babysitter is phenomenal. So in our mind, guess what? Our kids are safe. What does it matter how much it costs? We're investing in each other. Right. Well, and, and, and again, it's all about that fresh perspective. We can say, we could say that, well, you know what? I've got to spend $50 to go out for, you know, five hours. Or we could say, you know what? I have the opportunity to spend $50 so I can take my wife out to the Cheesecake Factory with, with dear friends and go and celebrate and then walk around Avalon. the Avalon. Like yeah. that, that's what it's about is getting back to the basics. How did, how did, what, what leads to intimacy? Do you think I could just kiss her right now and, 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 and be intimate with her? No, it's like going out and, and, and starting your car right now. It's cold. It needs time to warm up. It's got to get, it's got to right. get the motor. Go I mean, the oil going, it's got to, <laughs> it's got to get everything circulating around Right. The motor. Otherwise it's going to be rough on the car. Yeah. And, and, and I use that and I'm not being vulgar. I'm not trying to be graphic. I'm telling you that intimacy, it takes effort. Yes. And, and if we go back to that, 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 that starting point where we said, guys, this is, this is how, this is how I became intimate. It wasn't an overnight thing. It was, I had to earn that. I had to earn her intimacy. Mm -hmm. I had to earn that right to be able to, 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 to be alone with her sexually. Yeah. And, and talking about earning the intimacy, sex is not just something that happens for a few minutes or however long in, a, in, a, in the bedroom. It's so much more than that. You do earn it. And, and it actually becomes something that you look forward to. It's not a laborious thing. It's something that happens all day, all day long. I mean, from the time you wake up in the morning, if you're, you know, if you're separated during the day, you're going to work, you're with the kids, you're at school, you're doing things. There are ways that you can earn that intimacy during the day. You flirt with each other. You send sweet text messages. You send racy text messages. You, you send, you know, like pictures of like, here's a kiss for you. I want to, you know, I'm thinking about you. I can't wait to see you tonight. Hey, when can we have our next date? You romance each other during the day. If you happen to be together during the day, it's, it's not just going past each other without even making eye contact throughout the house and doing chores. It's, it's him coming up behind me and just cuddling me and just whispering in my ear during the day. It's me coming up to him and just, you know, just loving on him, just kissing on him for just a split second. Like those type of things build the intimacy. And then, you know, it's, it's, it is the romance, especially for women. I mean, if he comes to me throughout the day and tells me how beautiful I am and how much he loves my body and how much he can't wait to do things or whatever tonight. I mean, those type of things, it kind of builds an anticipation and it's like, look at him. He's turning red. Um, <laughs> don't let him fool you. Anyways, it builds an anticipation for what's going to come. And at that, you know, whatever, whatever time it does later in the evening or whatever. And it's like, it's, it's just this, 
it, it's just so cool because it's built all outside of the marriage bed and not just in a few moments because he is, he's, he's started the car per se. He has warmed the engine per se all throughout the day. And it's not, it's not work. Is it really work for you? Do you feel like you really no it's hard work to do that? No, no, I don't. And, and when I, when you were talking about that, you know, it's a culmination. Sex is a culmination of, of being intimate all day. Yes. Yes. That's perfect. That's, that's, perfect. that's what it boils down to. Yeah. And, 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 you know, intimacy with God is, is we're being intimate with him all day. And then he can deposit things into yes. us that will bring forth life into other people. That is so good. Preach. Drop some mic. We're, we're so done. Good. We're, no, we're no, say it again. Just oh. say it again. I don't remember. That was from the Holy Spirit. <laughs> okay. So he said <laughs> sex is a culmination of intimacy throughout the day. Whereas in relationship with God, intimacy he is all throughout the day with God. So he can deposit into us and he, there's a safety there. There's a, we're ready to receive from him and he is ready to give to us. I mean, completely unhindered. And, and we're in a place where we feel safe to expose ourselves. We feel safe to give ourselves to the Lord and say, okay, Lord, have your way, have mm -hmm. your way and do what you want with me. I feel safe with you and I trust you because right. that's, isn't that what sex is? Yes. Vulnerability, Vulnerability. trust, yeah. exposing yourself in a way that you are left com to complete judgment and you got nothing. You're like, this is who I am in all my glory. Yeah. So yeah. And then, you know, when you do feel safe with somebody, when you do feel loved outside of just that moment, like, oh, he, he just wants me for my body, whatever, then you feel more, more, you feel more intimate. You feel more inclined mm -hmm. to be intimate. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And the last thing, cause we're approaching 40 minutes. This is the longest one ever. Oh, we like to do, we like, <laughs> we like to do a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently we like talking about this. More than oh, anything. sorry. I went there. I, I, I am typically so serious on, on these devotions. I just had to, go. we're at 40 minutes. It is getting hot in here. It's getting heavy. The Holy spirit is falling. <laughs> we might just fall out. So just send help. But but the, but the last thing we want to talk about is, is just the fact that the, the Bible tells us to be fruitful and multiply. Mm -hmm. That yes, we have the opportunity to enjoy sex, but, but, the, but the end goal is, is to have that intimacy and to procreate. Yes. And, and you know, unfortunately, the Christian families aren't procreating as fast as other denominations. Mm. And Go on and preach! And and I heard this. It was Vody Bachman. He he did a he did a um, a sermon at North Point with Andy Stanley, and he said the the Christian family is averaging right around two point three kids, which I'm not sure how you get two point three, but um, nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, there. But but the Christian household is not procreating. They're not they're not having as many kids. Mm -hmm. If you look at at, at, at Islam, religions, yeah, <clears throat> Islam, right. What, what are they doing? They're having eight, nine, 10, 20 kids. I mean, they're like, they're like the Duggars, but they're literally every, every family's a Duggar. So what is going, <laughs> what is going to happen? They're going to outproduce us. They're going to be radical fanatic mm -hmm. religion. Right. And, and who's, who, who's raising up the Christian? Who's raising up the, the next generation? Right. I, I, I know Amber, she, Pastor Gray J, I love, I love Grayson and, 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 and they're raising a rock star. They're raising a warrior for the kingdom. Right. We need parents to procreate 
We need, we need to procreate. We need to have a bunch of kids. Yes, we do. I'm glad we got that on video. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just saying, but we, we do. And, and, and that's just, an, that's just a, just an extra be fruitful and multiply. That is the purpose of intimacy to yeah. multiply. And that's the intimacy with God is, is we're going to be fruitful. We're, we're going, the more time we're intimate with God, the more fruit will fruitful will be. And we'll be able to multiply that. Yes. And, and, and at the end of the day, that's, that's what we want is, is the intimacy, intimacy with God, but that relates and flows over into intimacy in our marriage. Yes. And, and so our, our prayer today is as we come to a close, our prayer is that, you know, you, you've taken notes and, and we've made it applicable from just the intimacy with God. And, and, and you don't have to be married to be able to, to experience what we've talked about, right. but, but then take the notes, guys, get out there and, and, and treat her the way that you treated her when you first met her, when you were first wowed, wowed by her, when you were first memorized, mesmerized by her or even better. You treat me better now than you did when we first got together. Well, amen. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. He didn't do stuff like this when we, even when we were dating. Man, he's awesome. <laughs> Nonetheless, you you understand. So we're we're going to come to a close. Um, we we thank you for. Oh, we do have to talk about. Okay, so one thing that we did, and and this was the poll, but um, let me see can if we can. It? Let me see if we can open it back. While up. he's doing that, I'm going to tell you. So he came to me the other day. In the middle of the day, I don't remember what happened, and he just grabbed me and started kissing me. And I was like, oh, okay. Because, you know, guys don't really love to just kiss. They they want more than that. But women, like, we love – it's just a part of the romance. And it's like, yes, kiss me like you mean it. So he came to me, and he, and he really just kissed me like he hadn't seen me in two months. And I was just – baffled I was floored and then later that day he did it again and he just kept doing it and I was like what is happening right now who are you and he said and then he came out of wherever he was I guess he was in here working and he said to me he said to me I want to do a challenge he said I want to make out with you every day for 30 days and I'm like done done let's do it starting today right now and and he you know it was just so cool because it's like, I love that. I love that he wants to challenge himself and challenge me, challenge both of us to do something that will increase our intimacy with each other and something that will bring like such a a liveliness to it and a fresh fire. And he's like, I want to kiss you like, you know, like we did when we first got married and when, when we, and I'm like, I want you to kiss me that way too. I, you know, more often than you do. And I've told him that before, like, I just want you to kiss me more. And so now we've challenged each other with that. And like, he'll be like, he'll be like, have we kissed today? Have we kissed yet? You know? And so it's, it's awesome. So we want to challenge you guys that you don't, I mean, it doesn't have to be like sloppy makeout sessions for like hours, obviously. Yes, like, it does. It no, can. it can. It doesn't have to be. Yeah. It can be just a simple, sweet, slow kiss during the day. Whenever you see each other in passing or before you leave for work or before, you know, when you get home from work or before you go to bed at night or first thing in the morning, but just, just, just ignite the passion and challenge each other to kiss, right. just kiss. Not just like a, not just like a peck. Not, yeah, not a peck. So, so my rule was that, that, you know, we have to kiss to get the, to get the motor running. Oh boy. So it's not just, you know, just a little, it's, it's, you gotta, you gotta get the motor revving. (laughs) I mean, it's that type of kiss. It's that, you know, it's, it's that passionate kiss where 
you may just grab her by the back of the 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 neck and and just just you know bring her into you and just lay one on her why are you blushing because and 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 one of the rules is is if you're committing to this one of the rules is is that one party can't be the initiator every single time right right so i may i may do it one day and then you know she may she may initiate the next day and it's not a routine Right. It may be, you know, we, we wake up in the morning after we brush our teeth and then we, we may have that kiss and, and that may be, it may not be the only kiss, but that's, that's a kiss. So that would count. Or it may be, you know, before we, before we have, we're making dinner in the kitchen or something. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it, it's spontaneous, but it's getting you in that mindset of being intimate. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and again, if we can be intimate in our marriage, guess what? It's going to, to flow over yes. and be intimate with God. Mm-hmm. And, and, and at the end of the day, that's, that's what, what about. we need. So we thank you for tuning in. My goodness, we are at 45 minutes. Uh, <laughs> we do want to say we are, we are, have full intentions of doing fellowship of fire tonight. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to do an update It is going to be very cold. So if you're bringing your little children, or yourself, bring a parka, um, blankets, I'll, hats, something. gloves. I'll have I'll have the fire, you know, as as large as possible. But we are doing that tonight. Starts at six thirty, barring weather. But it's mm-hmm. not supposed to rain. No. And um, anything else we need to talk about? Home church. Oh, if if you guys, so as you know, we don't do devotions on on the weekend. But if you need a church to get plugged into, get connected with, we attend Christ Fellowship in Dawsonville, Georgia. Christiana is singing Sunday. I'll be running the lights. So come and see us if you don't have a home church. And then we're also Christ Fellowship is also the host of the North Georgia Revival, yep. and she'll be singing that night too. So come visit us Sunday night at five is prayer, six is service. Yeah, yeah. And but come and visit us. We would love to have you as our guests and just just worship god together it would be it'd be absolutely phenomenal but we're going to go ahead and get you on your way to start your day so let's let's finish with prayer okay you want to do it sure okay heavenly father we thank you so much for just this awesome time we thank you for who you are and how you have designed all things and created all things to direct us back to you We thank you for um, just the freedom to have these conversations, the freedom that you've given us and the power that you've given us to to boldness to talk about these things Mm -hmm. and and to bring to light things and perspectives that people may or may not have had um, on sexual intimacy and intimacy with you marital intimacy. Lord, it's it's a beautiful thing that you've created. It is awesome. You are awesome. And and thank you for creating it in a way that is not mechanical and not just something um, that we have to do, but something that is 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 fun. And it's it's something that you have designed because you wanted us to to enjoy each other and to enjoy you. Mm-hmm. So Lord, we thank you for for that. And we thank you for our relationship, our marriage. We, we just lift it up to you, God. We pray that we would get closer to you. And as we get closer to you, we inevitably get closer to each other. And we pray that over everyone who's watching, <clears throat> whether they're married, whether they want to be married, whether they are about to get married or they're not married and you know aren't even in that, that mindset yet. But Lord, we, we pray that most of all, that there is an intimacy with you and, and that you draw us, you continually draw us to you. And, and through your Holy Spirit and with your Son. 
We love you so much, Lord. We cancel any assignment of the enemy. We, we, we bind up and cast out anything that he would try to do to, to come between our marriages, to come between um, you and us. Lord, and hinder our relationship with you. We cast it out to the pit of hell where it belongs. The lies, the, the sexualization of everything that we see in, in our culture. <clears throat> God, we pray protection um, over our children from those things. Lord, that, that we would be the ones to be able to share this with them. And that it's not a bad thing. It's not evil. But it's intended for good and for relationship with you. Lord, we love you so much. We thank you for your son and your spirit. We pray a blessing over everybody who has watched this and is listening to this today or, or any day in the future. We love you so much. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You guys have a wonderful weekend. We will see you bright and early Monday. Love you guys.